So, hey, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tension Podcast. Welcome to another Whiskey Short. I'm here with Scott. Hey, everybody. And Anders. Hello. And we are here for one of our famous quick tastes with a twist because of where it came from, who picked it, and what we're going to talk about. Right. This is the Whistlepig 10-Year Rye Barrel Pick from the Local Lounge Quick Taste. Whiskey Short. And Anders, please tell us how you came to get this lovely elixir. So the desire to get a barrel pick was something that I really wanted to do this year, 2021. And I also wanted to expand out and kind of push the limits of the cocktail offerings that we had as well. Ah, So did they reach out to you or did you go to them? They sort of reached out to me. I had expressed interest to a lot of our distribution people about getting a barrel. It was something that I expressed to Derek and Callum and they... At first, we're a little hesitant because we had just made it through a pandemic. And right. We went from a staff of like 22 to a staff of like eight. Yeah. Basically, we were on our last legs and, you know, barrels are expensive. You had to buy like 120 to 140 bottles or yeah. something. Yeah. At one time. Yeah. And they were a little reticent. Sure. Which However. I'm, which I'm surprised about because everyone knows that with you behind it, you have quite a strong network within the lounge family mm-hmm. and you could tell me but i think people probably lined up to buy this from you uh yeah i basically broke down the math of how quickly it could make their money back to them and i was like i think we should do it right i mean um, ed and i bought three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two for the so, lounge and one we have here yeah exactly yeah. um so I, I wanted to make some options for that the whistle pig came about for a couple of different reasons our first full-on whiskey tasting was with whistle pig back in 2019 it was wow. march our good friend Nate Woodruff from uh, Whiskey with the View <sighs> came out. I missed it. He had class. <laughs> he had class. I, ne- guys. I never lived it down. I had class. I couldn't make it. They and say school is supposed to better you. And at yeah, least you have the degree now. I, have the, yeah, I graduated now, but what does it mean? I was never at the whiskey tasting of Whistlepig. I, I, I missed it too, and but I felt that if I went and Ed didn't go, that would, that would, that would oh be just... Oh my God. <laughs> would have been worse. <laughs> oh, what a, what a, would have been more animosity. What a bitch then. I would have been. I know. I would never would have lived it down. <laughs> yeah, You'd be still be talking had. about it. If it makes everybody <laughs> feel better, I've spent my last two years trying to drink every Whistlepig that was at the tasting that I didn't try, and I think I've succeeded. Yeah. yeah, so this is one that we didn't do on our episode, Resurgence, that we featured the piggyback six year. Mm-hmm. And we did the Old World Rye 12 year. Yeah. That's a 12 yeah. year, right? And we compared them with the, the Sazerac Rye. So mm. um, this one, since it was a barrel pick, yeah. and since we've never done it before, and you had a hand in picking it, yeah. we figured this would be a perfect short to do with you, um, even though you are still <laughs> in the midst of your 75 day. It's day 45. I'm so <laughs> close. So, so one thing interesting about this, mm-hmm. when you look at the bottle, it's a single barrel rye, aged 10 years, as mm-hmm. we know. This one um, is cast strength. It's one. 19.8. In case you guys are keeping score at home, it's warehouse number one, Rick E, level three. Mm. And it was hand bottled on the Whistle Pig Farm. It yes. also was aged and bottled in Vermont. But then in the slight corner down here, it says product of Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. We all know that Whistle Pig gets its rye from two main sources Canada and MGP. Mm-hmm. Right. This is 100% 
rye that is rebarreled in new American oak and then finished in ex bourbon barrels. And the source distiller is Alberta Distillers in mm-hmm. Calgary, yeah. mm-hmm. Alberta, Canada. Is that where Alberta Premium comes from or whatever they have? They yes. Have? Yeah. We have yet to try that. It will definitely have a spot this year on the podcast. I think it's time to bring them out. I give it a thumbs up. Definitely. We can do a, a Canadian whiskey episode. We'll get one of them. Yeah, we'll see get- if any of them are worthy of being in the uh, in the whiskey madness this year. Ooh, yeah. That's right. We got to so, start planning that. Right. Yeah. So uh, actually pick up whistle pig was interesting because it was something that i was a little averse to at first and i have a great rep from allied uh, beverage group matt so he brought me some samples of some tasty rye to win me over spirit wise <laughs> how many did he bring uh three i think three okay so i got to try them and also in my mind at hopsing laundromat when i worked there back when i was a baby <laughs> um, learning the ways of kung fu bartending we had this fantastic 18 dollar booker's manhattan that wow, i bargain. I know. And that's always been something where I thought that was just so cool and I wanted to find a way to kind of recreate that magic right. wherever I go. Where I think I mean, your Booker's Manhattan's like 24. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but well, how many years ago was that too? I mean, Booker's yeah. has gone up in price from like 80 to 105, yeah, 110 now. back so, in like 2016, right. 2017. I'm teasing, but exponentially. It's, yeah. a, right. it's a $110 bottle now in a lot of places. So mm. you were thinking not only could you sell it to uh, the locker members, yeah. have it so that it's drunk neat or on the rocks, mm-hmm. but also make cocktail out of it yes so which cocktails uh, have you made from this so i've dabbled with a couple of things but yeah. i i gotta make the dopest old-fashioned i can okay make. all right so i started working on the drink before i even tasted the whiskey just as a hypothetical okay i started making a three-month orange extract um, oh wow i have a gum arabic demerara syrup as well and then playing with blends of bitters okay a combination of angostura a maple bitters that whistlepick puts out that uses their boss hog. Oh. And then also Bitterman's does this tiki bitters. So it gave it some cinnamon and nutmeg and spice, which Ooh. I was like, I like this and I'm going to try and find something that pairs pretty well with this. And mm-hmm. I, I think I landed on the right whiskey. Oh, for so you chose the whiskey based on the cocktails that you wanted to make um, with it. With it in mind, but I also wanted to pick something that I really enjoyed drinking sure. as well. Yeah. I, um, one thing that I had to learn that it wasn't as strong and is like, I shouldn't choose the thing that's easiest to drink i need to kind of choose for the barrel strength and then assume that it's going to get proofed down Ah, in one way or another right and that's something because you're choosing for everybody so i might like something that's like 114 proof Mm -hmm. and then there's also something that's like 123 and 114 still got a lot of teeth in it well i mean a lot of crap i like how that's how we're dumbing it down like well you know a lot of people want 138 (laughs) i I mean if you only drink 114 then hey i'm putting on your big boy pants and getting in the game (laughs) yeah but there's going to be people like that as well and we're tasting everything kind of close to barrel proof i feel like you're trying to be barrel spirits rep right now like uh, they, they've never seen anything under 115 that they right. God. i mean i like that kind of like 107 range which there's a bunch of great stuff everything from like yeah. you know bakers yeah, yeah. Uh, pure kentucky xo old ezra i think old ezra, yeah well they're 114 i think but still oh, oh those right. fuckers um <laughs> bastard <laughs> So, so, but I know what you're saying. You have to keep in mind all these different people who are going to be drinking this spirit so that you're sure that it tastes good at every level. But yeah. What's exciting is Whistlepig 10 was always my favorite Whistlepig to begin with because it was 100 proof. And Scott and I have always been critical of the prices of Whistlepig because sometimes they're like 89 or something or 87 and you're charging $112. I'm confused by that. But yeah, that, the 12 year was like that. So to get a bottle of my favorite Whistlepig anyway, and it's not 100 proof anymore 
before, but 119 proof, and it has a tremendous flavor profile. I mean, I was all in, and I knew we couldn't go wrong with it, no matter how many bottles that we bought. And the bottles were pretty much at or just below what you'd buy in a store anyway. So yeah, for the hundred proof, kind of shooting for yeah. You guys want to take a sip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So first on the nose. Ooh. We're tasting out of neat glasses. Uh, there isn't really a lot of alcohol on the nose of this, no, even though it's 119? 119.8. Yeah. I'm getting vanilla. Yep. Oh, yeah. Definitely baking spices. Cinnamon, maybe? Allspice? Mm. It's a nice Man, nose. There's so much going on with the nose. I mean, you have to wait, though. The first sniff, I really didn't get anything, but then the second one, it all came rolling in. All right, let's taste it neat. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Like, wow. What? Citrus. Oranges. Yeah, and, um, oranges. Yeah. Almost like orange curacao. It? It's super sweet right at the, like a split second yeah. of just really intense sweetness. And then all that rye spice comes in. It attacks your tongue and I love mm. it. Yeah. And then it finishes the alcohol and the rye spice kind of simmer together on the finish. Ooh. I mean, we've had this before. Yeah. We had it at the lounge. Um, but tasting it here, being the first whiskey that we've actually had today, Wow, it's packed such a punch. This is just so good. It's right in my wheelhouse. Right. Mm. I feel like uh, this really isn't in Ed's. So yeah. I think Ed's opinion of this yeah. is really it's, interesting. It's very intense. The flavor, neat, is spectacular. Now, I've put mine on some ice. The citrus is incredible on this. <laughs> yeah. And, and I feel like it opens up different flavors on ice. There's almost a little <laughs> bit of nut, maybe. Maybe an almond mm. um, with a little bit of water on it. It cuts yeah. down a little bit of the rye spice. It brings up the sweetness. Um, I love it neat, but it's quite a nice drink with a little bit of water in it. It mm. is. And now that I'm having it again on the water, it's really opening up a lot of delicious flavors. The orange is actually tamed down a little bit. Mm. But other things are coming out. I taste more of like the nut flavor, the, a little bit of more oakiness, I think, is coming through for this. Yeah. I got like that bold citrus flavor when I first sipped it neat. And then I pricked it down and I got like vanilla. And, yeah, yeah. Um, sipping it neat, I got like this like cherry Coke element to it ah. that I found really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, the, the really candy. Was, the um, mouthfeel of this is so uh, slippery, yeah. oily, um, yeah. thick. Yeah. It's terrific. It's funny. I had some Willett Family Estate rye last night, so, and the mouthfeel so is very similar. That thick, uh -huh. oily, yeah, yeah, you know, heavy yeah. syrupy type of on the tongue feel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would say where this differs is that orange. Oh yeah, because the Willett Family Estate it has so much dill yeah. on it. It's more mm. uh, vegetal, herbaceous. Whereas this is uh, sweeter, uh, citrusy. It's, Absolutely, it's such a nice, such Great a nice well. drink. All right, so I have some tasting notes from the master of malt. Sure. Uh, see how we did on the nose. Uh, master, master, <laughs> master. <laughs> Fresh peppermint, which I, uh, you know, I taste that. Herbal thyme, sweet vanilla, marzipan, creamy butterscotch, raspberry jam. Which made the mousterpan, there's your almond flavor. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's and, right there. and orange rind. That's yeah, on the well, nose, I mean, right? We hit a lot of them. We, we did. Really did. Yep. A palette of warm baking spices, nutmeg, cinnamon, allspice, burst to life. <laughs> Just like a red that. Yeah. Tempered by sweet muscovado sugar, uh, bright oak and dark chocolate Wait. with lingering notes of vanilla cola. Hey, there's your cola. Mm. And caramel shortbread. Nice. He's named a specific sugar. Yeah. Taste. That's, that, that's yeah. pretentious and cunty. Yeah. Well, that's so, a master. <laughs> master. Uh, like, so muscovado sugar, again, kind of being similar to sugar in the raw, which is yes. demerara sugar. Yeah. Okay. So the finish is medium length with warm rye spice, sweet malt, and sour cherries. 
That's interesting. I mean, I don't get sour. I, get, I definitely get a dark fruit note on the end. I don't. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Sour. But of course, this is the regular ten year, not this oh, particular. Right, right. Pick, that's right. That, that's a big difference. Yeah, it's in the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah it's that, the same mash bill. Yeah, yeah, that cherry I don't get as much, but you know. Yeah, not in this. The not in sour this. cherries and Luxardo cherries. But if, so right. I mean, <laughs> if you only have a chance to get the whistle pig regular ten year, you're not going to be disappointed. It's their best one, in my right. opinion. Right. So I have a cool story about this. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah. so I was looking online to confirm exactly where in Alberta, Alberta distillers was in Canada. I figured Calgary because, you know, they don't have much else. <laughs> Alberta, sorry. Shade Alberta. Shade Alberta. Uh, so I went to the website and I look in the footer and see if there's an address or something in it. And there was nothing. So I go to the contacts page and there's, again, no physical address, but there's email addresses. So the one email address says hello at albertadistillers.com. That's like for general information. Like, right. okay, and you sent cool. a dip pic. And I sent a dip pic and I haven't heard back. <laughs> <laughs> then I see this paragraph. For information on careers, please visit www.beamsuntory.com slash careers. Oh. And I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. The plot thickens. Does Beam Suntory own Alberta distillers? So I went down a rabbit hole, and it turns out that they do... And not only do they own them now, they've owned them since 1980. Which means mm. the whistle pig comes in a backward way from Beam some Tory. Absolutely. Whistle pig tenure and some of their other products are Jim Beam products. Their incestual relationship of whiskey distillery continues. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. That blows my mind. I know. It and is, that's a pretty big distillery to decide own that no one kind of knows. Yes. Wow. You know, you haven't stunned me like this in a while. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, I'm uh, shocked by that, too. I know. And now we definitely have to do a Canadian whiskey episode with one of the Alberta distillers. Absolutely. Products. No doubt. Yeah. See if we'll get Adam involved again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give Adam a call. Adam. So, Anders, you have uh, some things going on at the land you want to talk about. Yeah, actually, we've got a lot of new exciting things going on. Firstly, the time this podcast drops, we're going to be opening on Wednesdays again. Oh, so the awesome. new hours uh, for fall and winter will be uh, Wednesday through Saturday, 5 to 11 p.m., of course. I don't wake up that early for anybody <laughs> but me. <laughs> Uh, 5 to 11 a.m. That would be interesting. <laughs> uh, so what's more, we also have a couple other things going on. Uh, we'll have done our first cocktail class. Uh, this one's going to be with the SJBD. Um, South Jersey Bourbon Drinkers. Yep. For Ooh. those that aren't in the know, if you <laughs> are not, join. It's free to join on Facebook, and those guys are so much fun. And you get uh, discounts to a couple liquor stores in the South Jersey area. Exactly. As for whiskey tastings. Yeah, uh, what about the tastings? Uh, so <laughs> we only have one that's going to be members only. Uh, mm. We haven't done one of those in a very, very long time, but it is going to be the three-year anniversary for the lounge. In your the face, 20th. non-members. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the three-year anniversary tasting is going to be our Buffalo Trace tasting. <laughs> I'm going to have to use a false name to get in, but yeah. <laughs> no. Where's that Ed guy? Where's that Ed? He's, he's always got something to say. He's, where's always, mi- he's always hating on Where's it. Mr. Opinion? Uh, <laughs> oh, you think you can write it better than us, you motherfucker? Mm. That includes the pappy, right? Uh, yeah. Ah! So, um... So, it'll be Buffalo Trace, Mm -hmm. Eagle Rare, Mm -hmm. Blanton's, Mm -hmm. probably some E.H. Taylor, (laughs) Stag Jr., uh, think some Weller... Stag Senior, uh, some George oh, Stag, and then wait, we're going to uh, cap it with Pappy 50. What's that, like seven? 
Yeah, it's all good stuff, right? <laughs> so, so oh, listen, uh, it, 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 uh, we want to buy our tickets now. <laughs> we're buying our tickets right now. The rest right of you, now. you can start saving your $3,000 for this tasting. <laughs> <laughs> it will probably, it sounds like it's going to be the most expensive tasting in lounge history, but uh, not $3,000. I know, yeah, I know, not not two, not one. Yeah. Right. We always learn something about the whiskeys. And so I'm super excited for that tasting. And I'm not kidding. We're not letting him go without making sure that we have two spots in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. But for those, who are non-members the one thing i want to announce is that we are changing how we get new members in oh uh for everybody who signed up it's it's really easy to say like i want to be a locker member and then your name goes on an excel spreadsheet and then you wait for us to die uh yeah you wait for everybody to die and then you have to fight everybody in a round robin thunderdome tournament to the death (laughs) i really wanted to do mortal Kombat for whiskey but uh uh, our our, our lawyer advised against it so the way that we've been going so far it would probably be a couple of decades for everybody who wants to have a locker it's like season tickets to to like the eagles or something yeah so everyone who's on the list thus far automatically throwing their names in and anybody who just has an interest we're throwing their names in as well but we're basically going to incentivize people who come out and participate so if you come out to events if you buy a barrel pick if you drop a comment on a a post we do on facebook or like rate us on google basically things that show that you're an active member rather than somebody who's like hey i had some good whiskey there and i was drunk and i thought it was a good idea and then i sobered up and then like my wife was like it's not but i still kind of want to hang on to it even though i'm never going to come out ever 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 wow it's very specific so um (laughs) that's actually not anyone that's probably 10 people that are on the list so um (laughs) yeah the people who are most interested in being a member you want Mm -hmm. to prioritize them that that makes sense so through the magic of modern technology and not writing somebody's name down a hundred times if anybody (laughs) who is not a locker member finishes the hundred whiskey club we're going to give you a hundred tickets so it's like a weighted lottery like the NBA. Yes, it's yeah. a weighted lottery. That email would have already gone out to everybody. Right. And I think I have to explain that. I know you have another wall. You could throw another 20 lockers up, but there's only so much room in the lounge. Right. So, yes. It, 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 yeah. you wouldn't, then nobody would be able to really use it. There's times we can barely get in there as it is now. It's a place yeah, that holds yeah. about 20 people. You yeah. can't have another 45 people in there. Exactly. It's not a standing room bar. I didn't, we yeah. didn't get those couches for that reason. You um, could put bleachers what, in. We could just sit in like, in like a theater. Yeah. <laughs> theater seating. Theater all seating. Facing New with the lounge. With and you got to get a spotlight right on you, yeah. making the drinks. Mm. It's very stressful. It's like, <laughs> it's all of a sudden like Anders is one of those DJs, like, like, ain't, ain't, they have lights on him, like strobe lights while he's making a drink. <laughs> I'm sober. <laughs> that sounded great. Okay. I think we're good, yeah. right? Thanks so much for coming out, Anders, and helping us with this episode. If you can get to Mount Holly and Anders has a bottle left for you, yeah. Probably do. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. If you're in the area, swing on by. Yeah. So once again, if you have barrel picks in stores near you, they're usually something special, or they're certainly worth a chance. We're lucky to have a whiskey lounge that is also starting to bring picks in for us. So we're spoiled. There's no doubt. We have a lot of good whiskey picks around us, a lot of good barrel picks around us. So if you can get involved with that, do it. As a side note, if you can get a whistle pick tenure, pretty good whiskey. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yep. And Alberta Distilleries is owned by Beam Suntory. Who knew? <gasps> Mind blown. Mind so blown. for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Anders. Cheers, everybody. Later. Later.